Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Extra Point Show. Michigan wins the national championship. I just ran in to get some tea in the uh, in our uh, studio, and I went into my mailbox, which I realized I have not been in in like a month. I guess I haven't even looked in there. I mean, it's email. You get everything you need by email nowadays. And I got like there's some stuff in there. Someone had a chocolate bar in there for me. Which I can't have because I'm doing like a food thing in January, but that's probably been in there since Christmas. I got like a they got a envelope here that I'm opening up. A lot, a lot of fun getting it's like mail. Christmas morning. Yeah, it is kind of like Christmas. Oh, sweet! It is. It's a Christmas card. On here on uh, January 9th. Apologize to whoever sent this in and uh, I missed it. Uh, eight three zero five fifty is the phone number. Bills and Steelers on Sunday, and it will snow, and probably snow a lot. Um, wind too. We'll see how much of the weather will play into it later in the week. You know that can change so rapidly. I mean, the weather this morning has changed from. I came in and it was kind of mild. It was like forty and and was pretty clear out. And then it snowed like it was a blizzard. Now it's been raining and the wind is starting to pick up. And by tonight, the wind is supposed to be really bad. So. You know, comes with the territory, the weather. How confident are you that the Bills have a run in them that can go all the way? Especially compared to last year's. Is your confidence level any higher, lower than where it's been? I guess it depends on the year, too. 803-0550, let's go back to the phones, get connected with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Tim in Dallas is next. Hey, Tim. Good morning, guys. Appreciate the call, taking the call. Hey, bold prediction. Uh, you were alluding to earlier about the turnovers about, you know, pertaining to Josh. And uh, I'm going to say this. If he has two turnovers in this Steeler game, we may not win. And the reason being, what the Steelers love doing, they, they're running team, time of possession. And the thing about their offense is not that great, but they – have these deep, lucky plays. I've been watching them this entire season, and I know how they squeak their way into the playoffs. And these balls, and if Rasul Douglas can't go, if he's nicked up a little bit, uh, we're suspect at corner on that other side. So 
I hate turnovers, man. I play cornerback. Mm-hmm. And when you have to go back out there as a defense, uh, that's extra possession for that other team. And what they've seen the previous series, they can come out and implement it. So it always yep. puts our defense in a, in a precarious situation. So, And let me just say this. Uh, the difference between the defense right now, they're playing better, they're getting stops. But earlier in the year, Allen was having the same amount of turnovers. And we, we, we you know what I'm saying, we was on the losing end of those games. So uh, say defense is not playing, are you still accepting his turnovers? And and if you are, what kind of message are we sending as lawyer fans to Josh Allen? Is it okay? Well, it's there's a couple things here, Tim. Thanks for the call. I you're right. I like that you kind of bring up the other side of this, which is almost like uh, the mental part of it. And it's not just the defense. I, I hear you on if you're a defensive player, the way you would think of these turnovers. We know from hearing him throughout the years and seeing Sean McDermott being interviewed on NBC at halftime on Sunday. The turnovers probably drive him crazy. Right? For all of the years of talk of fundamentals and you know protecting the football and taking pride in that, it probably will drive him nuts on occasion that he does have the most... I, like, I, I say reckless. I don't even mean it in a bad way. They, he has the most reckless quarterback in the league. It probably drives him nuts. But did you hear him with Sal after the game? And how he he was like commending Allen for leadership and bringing them back and you know the performance that he had. McDermott, you know, in the moment, I'm sure goes drives him crazy. Some of the plays Allen makes. By the end of the game, at the end of the day, you know, he is he knows it. He knows the value. He knows that the deal that you've struck with the devil is one that is worth it. That you'll you'll trade all these picks for it. And defense too, like it's almost you know, you kind of need everybody on the same page to understand, hey, this is I you don't want to make it sound okay to Allen because then he'll maybe do it even more. But Underneath it all, there's got to be, I think, an attitude from the co- the coach and the organization that this is Josh, and we need to not neuter him and let him be him. And if that's going to make the defense upset on occasion, we we have to deal with that. We have to be the ones that you know mend that relationship, make that a good working relationship, because we can't tell him to not be Josh. Where would we be if he wasn't? Eight hundred three hundred five fifty is the phone number. Ronnie in Buffalo's next. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, what's up, Sneaky Joe? How you doing, bro? Hey, good. Hey, I appreciate all you guys. You South Bulldog. You guys are straight Buffalo sports, straight Buffalo Bills. That's, when you guys say your name, that's Buffalo Bills. But no, I just had a question, Sneaky Joe. Uh, are you, well, like you think you think Josh Allen going to get his accuracy good this time? These next four games, because sometimes like when uh, he makes digs a little bit. You know, it was just that, that deep ball, and, like, he just makes digs just a little bit. And then the, the game before that, he, he, you know, he was off track a little bit. But, you know, I was just worried about that, you know. But I think I think we can make this strong next four weeks. You think so, uh, Sneaky Joe? I do think they can make it through. Thanks for the call. They, his accuracy has been up and down at times this year. 
And it was even at a point last week to where we were wondering if his right finger injury was a reason that that was happening. Um, but, man, what he looked like on Sunday, he was on point. That throw to Shakir is on the money, and the throw to Diggs is on the money. Um, down the left sideline, he did miss Diggs early, earlier, of course, down the field. Um, I don't have much concern about his accuracy anymore. We did last year when he had the elbow injury, and I was willing to buy that his elbow was affecting him. But you heard Collinsworth talking about his shoulder on Sunday, and I'm not saying that he's not dealing with anything, but I, I don't think he is being precluded. I don't think he's got enough injury to where, oh, we know this guy is you know being affected. I think he's he's got enough there. He's running, I mean, he's running through Christian Wilkins. So injury to me is not a concern. The being on the same page with the receivers to me is more of that. The Davis throw in the end zone. Like that that is where I have a bigger concern right now. And that's more about him and Davis. Let's go to Butch on the east side. Hey Butch. My guy, my guy, I love you, Joe. Thanks so much for taking my call along with your all star team. Great show as usual. Let me get right to the point. We played seventeen games, it's over. Whatever happened to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, how we got here, that's irrelevant right now. The interception is irrelevant right now. We're in a four-game pass right now. We're in a four-game, that's it. We're in a championship, we're in a trophy, we're in a parade downtown Buffalo. That's it. So moving forward, let's just talk about that. Number one is Josh Allen and offense. What I want to do is I know Gabe Davis is injured. Play Shakir and play Sheffield. Let him go. On the defensive side of the ball, bring Dorian Williams in. I know Spectre came in, and Bray, he played a hell of a game against Miami. But guess what? We got little Ray Ray, little Ray Lewis right there, and Bray Lewis ready to play. Now, the second time, I know Douglas might be a little injured. I don't know how serious it is. But at the same time, this is the perfect game to play Kyrie Elam a little bit more to get him acclimated. But now, Joe, this is what I really want to talk about. I really want to let Joe Brady understand something very, very important. Joe, you are you are interim offensive coordinator. You are on the clock. Okay. Opposite. Our position as offensive coordinator is one of the highly, highly sought positions somebody want to coach Josh Allen after the season. This is the perfect opportunity in the next four games to introduce yourself. You already did it already, and I appreciate everything you did, Joe. But moving forward to win this Super Bowl, this is the perfect time to put a perfect game plan together to win this chip. Let's start putting together a draw plan. Then when Stephen Drives drop back and everybody listen, put a draw plan in there. Let's do some more screens and let's get the running game going a little bit more. But besides that, Whatever happened in the last 17, you won a division title already. That's over with. Let's get ready for these next four, one game at a time, one second at a time, one minute at a time, and go forward. But this time, let's go, Joe, on this. You and I talked before on early <clears throat> one day on with Jeremy and them early when you took, when Jeremy was out one day, and we were speaking about Rap and Lewis as the, as the safeties. I remember that day, and I concur with what you said, and I concur with you today. Rap and Lewis is the best perfect safety to move forward with the, with the secondary going forward in the playoffs if we want to really be successful. But I love you, my friend. You already know that. I love the team. I love everybody in WGI, and I love all the fans out there. God bless everybody. Y'all have an outstanding day. And, Joe, thank you so much for taking my call. Okay, my friend? Thanks, Butch. Always appreciate you calling. I uh, think that this Bills offense, when it's at its best, is spread out. It's got three receivers on the field. And this was the Cowboy game. When they're running it well, they're hopefully, to me, doing it out of the shotgun. 
I don't necessarily need them under center all that often. I know there are numbers out there that point to Allen, you know, in terms of a passer, he's maybe a little more efficient under center, but, and that's play action, right? Play action from under center. It turns around, he's good at it. But when he's at his most dangerous, I think it's when he is spread out in the shotgun because then he has an easier time reading protections as they're coming at him. He can scramble a lot easier. And I think maybe a reason why some of the numbers earlier in the year said that, hey, Josh Allen is more dangerous and has a better passer rating from under center than he does in the shotgun is because defenses weren't respecting his ability to run. They didn't think he was going to do it because the Bills were taking it away. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And Leslie Frazier, former Bills defensive coordinator, said that during the year. That defenses know he's not running it anymore, so they're not planning for it. Which is why he didn't have the same numbers in the shotgun. But now, look what we saw on Monday. Or on Sunday. All of his production against Miami, almost all of it, was from the shotgun. And why did it work so well? Well, part of the reason why Miami now has to think about it. When Allen's running, it makes things open up in the pass game. So that, to me, is the right combination. James Cook, with his speed and what they did against the Cowboys, you know, spread it out, three receivers on the field, one tight end, being Dalton Kincaid. And when Allen is willing to run, I think, that's when this offense is really at its its scariest. So if I were in an offensive coordinator, that's what uh that's what I'd be doing. Let's go to Steven in Florida. Hey Steven. Uh, hey, good morning, Ben. Uh okay, a couple quick things. First of all, about the turnaround in the game. Uh the punt return by Hardy. Um yep. once that happened, I mean you look at the first half, it looked like, you know, it was frustrating with the interceptions and then of course with Cook dropping the ball and them running out of time at the end of the half. But the thing I want to say is that you look at the resiliency, the resolve of this team, and once that 
there's two things. First of all, the punt return for the TD, coupled with this is something that hasn't been brought up. The Bills Mafia fans in the stadium, I mean, that gave a real charge to the Bills in my estimation. Yep. And so I parallel that between the fourth Super Bowl that Buffalo was in against Dallas. If you remember, they were winning 14-6 to at halftime. Thurman Thomas fumbles the ball twice in the second half, and the Bills just went downhill from there. And it was the same kind of effect in reverse here with the Dolphins. They were just a non-factor in that game. The other thing I want to, in the second half, the other thing I want to say is this. Everybody, you know, you brought this up. Uh, Josh is reckless. No, I consider Josh dangerous, and, and you brought that up too. And the reason is because he's so unpredictable. This guy, I haven't seen a quarterback like him since, you know, one of the commentators from ESPN called Josh Elway on steroids. And then you go back to uh, Bradshaw with the Steelers. He could run the ball as well. But Josh, this guy, he is just so resourceful. He's always looking for a way to get the ball down the field, even if he has to do it himself. He's never in a panic mode, and he's always got a cool head. And you guys brought up earlier about the sacks. This is why he doesn't get sacked much, and he keeps the defenses on their toes. And, you know, with the running he did in the game, uh, what was that one, third and 15? Okay, so, you know, Josh Allen has the perfect balance and combination to offset any defense and to keep the game in Buffalo's favor. Uh, you know, in the defense, what they've done stepping up this year with the injuries in weeks four and five, they've been phenomenal. So my big concern with this game against the Steelers, I think Buffalo will win handily is where Razul Douglas is at as far as that injury because he's a key player on the defense. So, But mm-hmm. I'm expecting Buffalo to do really well and just keep going and hopefully to make it all the way to the Super Bowl and finally bring home the big one because we've been waiting for this for years. Yeah, love it. Thanks, Stephen, for the call. Uh, let's go right back to the phones. Joe and Lockport's next. Hey, Joe. Hey, how are you today? Good. Good. Um, you know what I was thinking when that Tim called from Dallas and he said about uh, turnovers, uh, I think weren't the statistics like Allen is 15-0 and 0 when, um, when they, he doesn't throw interceptions? I think he does try very hard. I would like to see Kincaid, Shakar, and, and the various newer guys uh, just kind of mix it up and get it in there instead of always trying to get the miraculous uh, digs. and Because I, I think digs plays a lot on his mind, uh, more so when he's in than even a lot of other guys because of you know him just wanting the ball and wanting to do things, even like Josh, the relationship and things. But I think if they get that run game going and things, and he just doesn't think always about the end zone and, and kind of keys in shorter passes and just, and just uh, takes it slow, I, I think they'll do well. But could you it answer me? Is he fifteen and zero when he doesn't throw an interception? I don't. I was just looking for that while you were talking, and I don't see it anywhere. But I will say this: I can't imagine there's any quarterback out there that has a losing record when they don't throw interceptions. Uh, I'm not saying that they are the best, or that they're fifteen and zero like Allen might be. I'm still looking for that, but. I do think that's more of a 
That's more of a statistical fact more than it is an Allen thing. That, oh, you have a great record, a perfect record when you don't throw a pick. So I'm not saying that you're wrong on the point you're making. Um, I don't necessarily think Allen cares about the turnovers, though. I think he's proven that. And even if, you know, he might care about what kind of spot it puts the Bills in in a bad situation. But when he throws that ball to the end zone on fourth and two, you you might think every quarterback in the league would be willing to throw that ball up into danger like that. I, that's not true. I don't think it's true. That podcast we've referenced throughout the year that came out in the summer, the play callers with Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur, the, they're, in that podcast was a commentary about how quarterbacks, they don't like throwing Hail Marys at the end of the half. And if they do throw a pick on a Hail Mary, they'll play the rest of the half differently because they don't want to end the game with three picks. They know how that looks. They know what the talking points will be like. Allen shows you he's throwing a pick on a Hail Mary. He threw a pick on what was basically a Hail Mary on fourth down on Sunday. At least in terms of what will be talked about and what the stat sheet will say, he doesn't care about that. Because when the right play is, okay, this ball's probably getting picked, but there's a small chance it could be a touchdown and it's fourth down, I don't have anything to do anyway, he's going to throw the ball. So, beyond that, though, I don't know. Like, I don't. He told you himself, I will never be Captain Checkdown. He will keep throwing it, keep slinging it. It's the Favre way, it's the Elway way, it's, you know, he's the. He's the superhero version of Jameis Winston. But, like, by a lot. He's an elite version. Let's go to Mike and Alden. Hey, Mike. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to say I'm really proud of the Bills. Um, they pulled it out, and uh, I couldn't be uh, happier. Um, but I just want to see where we ended up at the end of the year as far as where we ranked in offense, defense, and special teams. Um, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call. I um don't know off the top of my head, but I do I did look this up earlier. Defensively, the Bills ended up ranking twelfth in defensive DVOA on the season at football or at uh, Aaron Schott's website, and that comes with a middle of the year where they were pretty bad defensively. There was a middle stretch there where all the fancy numbers showed they weren't that good. The point total stayed down. And that kind of showed the bend but don't break finally. Um, on the season, here we go. The Bills ended up, ended the year as the fourth overall offense. In total offense, they were fourth. And in total defense, the Bills were, it looks like they were 10th. So fourth in offense, 10th in defense. So pretty good. It's a pretty good combo. Let's go to who's next here. Sean in North Buffalo. Hey, Sean. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, just to answer your question real quick about uh, do they have a run in them, I, I, I definitely think this is a year to take advantage of everybody, I, I don't want to say being average, but, you know, the Niners, the Ravens. I mean, if, if, any, if there's a team out there that kind of scares the crap out of me, it's the Browns, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I think this is a year to make a run. You know, and we, we have the momentum heading into the playoffs um, to make that happen. But in, in terms of Josh and the turnovers, um, you know, it's kind of like the saying with Gretzky, you know, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Um, mm-hmm. And if you look at just all-time leaders 
in NFL history with turnovers, you're talking Favre, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, there's Peyton Manning, there's Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady. These guys all have Super Bowl rings, you know, and guess what? They turn the ball over a lot. And even if you look at some of the turnovers, like the play by Christian Wilkins, it's just a great play. You know, that's just a phenomenal play. The interception to Davis, I, to me, that's on Gabe Davis. You know, if, if you're Allen, you're the quarterback, and you see that receiver, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that he's at least going to stay still or he's going to cut to the to the boundary. He's not going to cut in like that. So, to me, that interception goes on Davis. How many of these, t- quote-unquote, turnovers are because of miscommunications with players? You know, we don't talk about – James Cook dropping a wide-open touchdown pass in the end zone. You know, we don't talk about the missed touchdowns, yet we always talk about the turnovers with the guy. He doesn't need to change a thing. He doesn't need to change a thing about what he does. Just let the guy be him. We saw what happened when they essentially tried to neuter him at the beginning of this season. All these, you know, fourth and one, you know, quarterback draws, getting him into the actual, like, play going into knowing it's a design run, like, these are all working, again, surprisingly, right? Like, and I don't, I don't understand what the big fuss is about the turnovers. I think it's just a, a talking point to, to hammer a guy. But, you know, I mean, the numbers are there. You know, four-plus seasons of 40-plus touchdowns. I mean, the guy is smashing NFL records, and all anybody talks about is the turnovers. And it's going to be a shame that he probably won't win the MVP this year because of them. But – I mean, I, I don't think he needs to change a thing. So, that all being said, go Bills and look forward to Sunday. Thanks, Sean, for the call. Uh, time out here. We'll go right back to your phone calls when we get back here on the Extra Point Show here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.